Jeff Paul is here. Kevin Clark to my left side. We're here in Duval. At least you said it better than the lady did at the game the other night. She put way too many U's, way too many L's, and then we're la, 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 at the end of it. I was like, <laughs> I was like, lady, you're not the rock. You can't be doing all that madness during it. <laughs> What's up, man? So, Kevin, how's it going? I, I know we kind of been going a little bit separate paths here a little bit. I know you want to sign off on that. It's going good, Governor. How are you? <laughs> it's going okay. Everything's going chip, chip, cheerio. Well, <laughs> I hope. <laughs> Sorry, I, I had to do it. Yeah, he, he was lining that one up there. But uh, Kevin, I made a few appearances on the Hardwood Nation. Um, I made a, an appearance on uh, Magic Orlando Magic UK. Uh, I had a plan with my buddy Gary. He's been playing that for months. Um, they got a big following, man. They they're they're good at what they do. Uh, so it's definitely an honor. I got a question. Why do the bad teams in Florida got a following in the UK? <laughs> well, like those- Orlando got a UK following. A, a kind of Jaguars definitely have a big UK, and we suck. <laughs> so I'm like, why do all the shitty teams from Florida have big UK followings? Well, it's funny. It's funny because I found out Gary, uh, the one that got me on the show, uh, after Shot left. That's when he became a Magic fan. I'm like, man, you really kind of missed the... You went through the shitty years. Yeah, you went through the... You came on that. I said, that's brave, man. But apparently he came over to a Magic game we visited when he was young and, and fell in love with him. The other guys was, was fans around Shaq and Penny time. So uh-huh. uh, they, they got that experience. But they was over here at young age, too, beforehand. Yeah, everybody there was like 12, though, that was on that show. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, they're not 12. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> I mean, I know you're older than all, but... Like, but, y'all barely able to remember yeah, Penny and Shaq. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, no, it was it was cool talking to my guys out. I wanted to give uh, you a shout-out and CL and the Hardwood Nation a shout-out because um, they got a big following and anything to help our content and for some reason, promote. For some reason, I sat there and listened to that whole thing. Did you? Even though I care nothing about Orlando, <laughs> I listened to that whole thing. We were on the ride back from Atlanta, coming home, and I put my headphones on and I listened to that. And I was like, one, I went, why the hell am I listening to a magic podcast? <laughs> Two, why am I listening to a magic podcast from the UK? <laughs> And three, the only reason I did was because you was on it. Because really, I don't care nothing about the magic. Yeah. But it, no, y'all did a good job though. It was, it was, it was, it was fun to listen to. Uh, just sure. because they have their accents, it was way different. So I got a funny story for you because uh, I let one of my coworkers watch the podcast, or not coworker. He's he's one. I'm his boss. And one of my coworkers. Yeah, I know. I said co-worker. one of my one of my one of my subsidiaries. Right. So I was like, hey, let me. He's like, Sam, send this link to you and let me know what you think. Cause I know, you know, you, you did your own podcast in the past and you're working on your buddy with the podcast. So tell me what you think, man. So I sent him the podcast link and uh, he's like, man, that was really good, man. But he was like, and he called me right away. He was like, wait a minute. He's like, you do a podcast with Kevin Carter? I said, yeah, I do a podcast. He was like, dude, I know Kevin. What you mean you know Kevin? He was like, we used to work together. I, I we he, Disney, right? I'm like, yeah. So 
Peter Flattery the third. Oh, Pete! <laughs> Pete. Yeah, he used to be my boss when yeah. we was at we was at uh, Bags. Yeah. yeah, he was he was the manager. So you're over him now. I'm over him. Yeah, now. make him do all kinds. Of <laughs> so he literally like freaked out, like sends me pictures. I'm like, I said, you know what? I'm, so I'm going to see him this weekend, man, because uh, he's he's been at me where we need to record a podcast. But yeah, I said, man, I, I known Kevin for almost like. 15, 18 some years. It's been a long time. Yeah, it's 18, 20. 19 years. Yeah, it's yeah. pushing almost pushing 20. So I said, I know Kevin for a long time. He's like, dude, that's awesome. He's like, dude, I literally like ran to my Facebook and make sure you're like, dude, oh, y'all got mutual friends. He's like, oh, that is Kevin. So yeah. he, he, uh, he, he was definitely pretty. Yeah, pretty that, yeah, we going on 18 years. Yeah. Yeah. Probably about, probably more than 17. Yeah. Because me and somebody else are 18 just on my birthday. So we met not too long ever. Yeah, we're probably going on 18 years. Yeah, so. 17, 18 years. Yeah. Been a long ass time. Yes, man. So I, I don't figured, realize it. I feel you appreciate that Peter story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peter's a good dude, man. I, li- I like Peter. He uh, he was, he was a pretty good dude when, when we were working at Bags. Worked with him a lot. A lot there. Always got along with him, except for all of his Boston stuff. Yep, he he's a big Boston guy. Yeah, except we, we, for all, except for all the Boston stuff. Yeah, he yeah. he he's a pretty good dude. Yeah, it does. it's always fun. I give him shit about, about it too. <laughs> all right, man. Did you get a chance to watch some of these preseason games last night? At least some of them. I didn't watch nothing last night. You didn't watch nothing last I night. I didn't watch nothing last night. I watched one. <laughs> I watched one on Friday, mm-hmm. and we all know which one that was, but. Uh, Talk. Yeah, I haven't I haven't haven't watched a lot of preseason. I'll I'll watch some next week because I know it's the next week's the game everybody will play in. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'll definitely keep an eye on a bunch of different games to see what people are doing and stuff like that because uh, because really now the second game in the preseason is the third game how it used to be where everybody will play their starters for a half and you'll get to see them come out there and actually play some type. What looks like normal football, yeah. Instead of guys that you can't pronounce and are using duplicate numbers that are out there playing, yeah. <laughs> uh, if you got a duplicate number of some other guy on the team, you're not making it. Neither one of you were probably making it, so it just 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 a heads up. It's hopefully you know you, you audition well. With yeah, just make some film, get on somebody's practice squad, and see so where you can go from there. How was the um? The Deshaun Washington experience. I heard her y'all booed the crap. Ah, uh, we guy. booed the crap out of him. Uh, one end old was calling him a sick fuck. Uh, hey, I'm just saying what they were saying. Yeah. Uh, that, that's that's what they were calling. They were saying you sick fuck. You can see it on Twitter. <laughs> but yeah, they booed they booed the crap out of him, and you can tell he's missed over a year worth of football just by how he looked. I got you. His timing's off and stuff like that. The timing wasn't just off. He was. He looked like he was scared poopless because them boys was coming after him. Oh man! Uh, well, I saw. I, I kind of pulled on Twitter. And I was like, man, they're they're going at him. So you can imagine, like, he if he does come back when he's come, whenever. No, it's just whenever because I know they they're going to appeal the central down. It's going to be a year long suspension. Well, we've heard everything from a year long suspension that that they are actually talking to each other trying to get it to eight games and then him pay a big gigantic hefty fine so uh we'll see we'll see where it goes from there uh, look either way it goes he he whatever he did he did he obviously did something because he settled with 
almost all of them except for one now, I think, the first one. Mm-hmm. Always the first one, though, the, the one that they ain't, ain't going to give in. Yeah. And like She's like, nah, I did this shit from the beginning. I'm, I'm in it for the long haul. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it, it pretty much settled with everybody except that one. Um, he already sat out last year. He was already out that year. Uh, I know the NFL wants to give him another year. But to me, to me, watching the NFL hand out punishments is like watching like a parent with three different kids hand out punishments. And you can tell what kid they like the most by who don't get no punishment. Like you had Josh Gordon, who all he did was smoke weed and everything. He got basically banned from freaking football. Yes. Then you got other people who beat yeah. the shit out of women and all that stuff. You got Kaepernick who didn't even do anything. Calvin really gamble. Yeah. Calvin really gambled and he's out for a year. A year. I'm trying to understand that one. For man. gambling. I'm really trying to Then you that got uh, then you got other people who beat the crap out of their wives. They were gone. You had one dude back in the day who ran over a guy with his car and killed him. He only got like six games. So it's just the way they hand out penalties. penalties and stuff like that, I still don't understand it all the way from the NFL. But them going after a whole year for him, it is what it is. Just get it over with so we don't have to hear no more about it. Yeah. Because I'm really tired of fucking hearing about it. Like, I'm tired of it. Just end the shit already. Do whatever you're going to do with him and be done with it. Absolutely. I agree on that one. Uh, I got to watch a few games yesterday. Um, I was sitting there looking at uh, – I did catch the, the Baltimore game. I'm, I know they're in uh, – Lamar Jackson is in contract disputes with his with, with the club. So, he, they say that he set a, a week one deadline for it. They have won 21 straight preseason games. Which is crazy, right? 21 straight preseason games. They've won. They take every game seriously, apparently, in Baltimore. <laughs> they, uh, and then the rookie, Malik Willis, played. Yep. He, it was raving about him. But, you know, a lot, a lot of Tennessee Titan fans are going to put the pressure on them because it's always a shiny tour that that like to get attention, right? The best, the most favorite player in almost every franchise is the backup quarterback. That almost not here. We don't give a shit about our backup quarterback here. <laughs> uh, we want our regular quarterback to do well. We don't want him to come back in the game. But uh, yeah, he's he's that shiny new toy that they got up there in Tennessee. They just, I don't think they're going to be. They go as Derrick Henry takes them, yeah. and if Derrick Henry doesn't come back full strength and everything, they're not going to go very far. Yeah. Even though they got the number one seed last year, but we see what happened in the playoffs. <laughs> they got half what. <laughs> yeah. So, and then the Seattle-Pittsburgh game, Drew Locke was going to drop back. And he got hit. He got blindsided and found the ball. And then Kenny Pickett let the game wouldn't drive down there. It's Drew Locke, I, I want him to do well, but, man, that, that, that was rough seeing that. As a guy that you, I used to root for. You don't care. I like Drew Locke, You man. don't care no more because y'all got Russell Wilson. <laughs> Playing quarterback for you guys, you can you can you can lie to other people. You can't lie to me. You didn't care. You were like, oh, he got hit. Too bad. Oh, you ain't here no more. Don't worry about. It. You don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, don't, don't try that madness with me. You try. You 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 forgot who you talking to. Oh, I like you. No, 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 no. Bye. See you later. Take it easy. We got Russell Wilson. I don't care. <laughs> 
And of course, I watched one half of the Denver Dallas game and uh, Josh Johnson, who's been a journeyman all over. Dude, he, he seemed like he's been in the league for like 20 years. Yeah. I remember when he was, he played like a couple of games for uh, Tampa. Yeah. Like, it, it, he showed out in Tampa, too. But I'm like... He's been around, man. He's been around a while. And watch, he's only been around seven years, but we think he's like 32 years. Yeah, I think they said when I pulled, they pulled the trial, I think it was 2013 is what I want to say it was. When he got drafted? When I want to believe that's when they showed it, but... Uh, he's 36 years old. Yeah. Holy crap. So he he, he had a really good showing. Um how bad was your mama though that she named you Joshua Javon Johnson? Like your initials are Triple J. Triple J. Triple J. <laughs> hey, he played in the XFL too. Yeah. So he like Damn, 2008. That's what. Yeah, that's what. Yeah. He was drafted in 2008, round five by Tampa Bay. <laughs> Not long of a list. You see that? Dude, look at the list. The list. Name off some. Name off some so list. he went to Tampa, San Francisco. Then he played for the Sacramento Mountain Lions, whoever the hell that is. <laughs> Cleveland, Cincinnati, San Francisco again, Cincinnati again. Jets, Colts, Bills, Ravens, Giants, Texans, Raiders, Redskins, the San Diego Fleet, <laughs> Detroit, the Los Angeles Wildcats. I think that's XFL. Yep. San Francisco, Jets, Ravens, Denver. Yeah, and he, he looks good to get that backup spot. He was the XFL passer rating leader in 2020. Wow. Yeah, no one cares. He's still going. That's why I, I literally, I'm like, is that Josh Johnson? <laughs> yeah, man. He, yeah, it's crazy, man. He's been around forever. Definitely. So what what's the deal with this Lamar Jackson contract, man? What, what do you think is going to happen here? It's crazy that they haven't already paid him. Like, it's just... It's just weird that they, that they haven't already paid him. But I guess they look at it as the way, uh, look, you've only got us this far. We need somebody that's going to go this far. And we're going to let you have this one more year to work it out, and then we'll come at you after this year. The man's a rainy, uh, like he was an MVP. He's did all this this stuff well. But I've always been on that side of Lamar Jackson is – does he got that enough to get you over that hump? Like, does he got that one thing that you need to get him to that to that space? Mind you, the Ravens haven't really gave him anybody to work with either. Like, they have gave him no one. They gave him an okay running game. Like, when they had Ingram and and then you got you know what, Dobbs is there now. Yeah, Dobbs, I say, yeah, yeah, who, you, who the best receiver they have? Their tight end? The, resi- the best receivers were their tight ends, but then you traded away your best receiver this offseason. So he's gone. So it's it's like you want the, you want Lamar to do all this stuff, but you're giving him nobody to do anything with. So it's in one it's a, it's a very it's a very sketchy slope that they're on right now with with Lamar Jackson. If it was me, I would have already paid him because in my mindset, it's okay. What are you going to bring in that's better? Are you going to be able to bring anything right in that's better? Because you're always the Ravens are always in that draft position where you're not going to be able to go get one of the big quarterbacks because you're always consistently good. So you're always drafting in the 17 to 32 range. Yeah. So you're not drafting in that high draft level to go and get you somebody that is going to be able to take his place. Like, who are you going to find out there that's better? 
Gotcha. Yep. I, I'm, I'm with that. Then they need to pay him as well, too. You going to go trade for Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> you going to go trade for somebody else yeah. and use him as a bargaining chip? What are you going to do? I mean, a few times they were able to pick up a decent receiver they didn't do it. No. So it's, it's one of those where you want to see him with some of a decent receiver because he he's obviously talented. But it's one of those things with quarterbacks that is a different type of style. Yeah, he's he's money on. He's completely different than anybody. Last year, Mark Andrews was their top receiver. <laughs> right, they're tied in. Yeah, they're tied in. Exactly. They're tied in, and I bet sometimes he could throw the ball to himself. Yeah, and then what was it? He had his running back core really dinged up last year. Oh yeah, oh every running back went down last year. Yeah, like every running back went down. And the cool thing about Baltimore is, though, every single time somebody goes down, they bring in another quarter, another running back, and it just seems like it just carries on. <laughs> They're one of those teams that make me sick. You know, they remind me. I remember when Denver would just bring in a random running back, oh, and he would have scary. two, and he would have two hundred yards, and you're like, "What the shit?" Yeah, just a random guy. Like you're like that. a random guy come off the bitch, and because they ran that stretch zone read running game, they freaking everybody ran. I'm like, what? This makes no sense. <laughs> running back value just like that. It's crazy how we used to do that. I'm talking about you get pick up like guys. them and uh, uh, and New England used to do that yeah, crap yeah. all the time too. Absolutely. So. But no, that's why I say if they can get him a decent receiver and see where he's at, I, I don't know, man. You got to take a chance with someone that's halfway decent. And, and uh, I, I, Lamar, regards to the fact, he deserves to get paid. Anybody that plays in this sport, he deserves to get paid, but especially him. Yeah, because Hollywood Brown's gone. So now what? He's got Rashad Bateman and, 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 and Sammy Watkins. Yeah, yeah, get that dude. Either hit or miss sometimes. Yeah, get so. that dude some weapons, man. Get, 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 him, get him some weapons. Extend him if you want to, but just do something. So, um, the New York Jets starting quarterback Zach Wilson went down with an injury. Looked like he blew his leg completely off, but he's only missing two to four weeks, which is a blessing. Yeah, well, if you're a Jets fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jets fan. You're a Jets fan. You, you can last. Yeah. He can go get his mom's friend to uh, help rub it. And maybe he'll come back more quicker than two to four weeks. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it looked more serious than what it was. Slow down his cougar chasing. Well, he did go to BYU Cougars. Oh, Cougars. <laughs> so, no, but uh, good thing he's okay. And um, it, it could have been more serious than what it was, but. Uh, luckily, he's, he's, he's doing doing better. So yeah, luckily it's what it was, and he's only out a couple of weeks now. Yeah. So all right. Because um, it originally looked like his whole knee exploded. Yeah. Yeah, they thought he tore his ACL and all that stuff, and nope, it was just something that he hurt before. So that's good. Absolutely. Got one Sunday game today. It's Minnesota versus the Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders. Raiders. What if the Raiders play all their people today? I just want to see Derek Carr and Devontae and Devontae Adams go at it again. It's gonna be a uh, mission pair, man. Like I, we'll, we'll cover this more. The AFC is so stacked, though. Jesus, criminy yeah. with all the people they got now. Yeah, man. I'm like, wait, right, my, my team already sucks. So why the hell are you, now y'all done restacked it up again? So what? We can suck more. <laughs> Luckily, our division isn't that great. My God, we got to play the West. 
Y'all do gotta play the what? Yeah, we gotta play you guys. We gotta play uh we play you guys in, in LA. I mean in not in LA, in freaking London. Oh yeah, that's right, that's right. Y'all yeah, we play up. y'all in London and then we play the NFC East, I think, because we play Dallas at home this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we play uh we got a pretty tough schedule. We got one slate to where I'm like, I don't even want to go to none of these games. <laughs> He's just not looking forward to it, huh? Yeah, I'm like, well, we start off against the Commanders. Yeah, we got to play the Chargers, you guys, the Eagles, Giants, uh, Raiders again, and the Chefs. The Chefs. Yeah, the Lions. Yeah, Cowboys. Yeah, we got we got a we got a yeah. I'll play the South, the NFC, AFC South. Gotta be a miss, man. Cause that, yeah, you said well, like you mentioned the AFC West is gonna be a gauntlet. Yep. So, all right. No, you guys gotta play all of us. Gotcha, man. Yeah. Okay. There's a stretch right there to where I'm like, screw that shit. No, don't blame me. It's like the it's like the October November stretch for the Gators. <laughs> Crap. Hey, I'm just glad. Listen, August. We get. I know it's. I'm just. Formal. I'm just happy we talking about this now. Yeah, I'm like, we finally got over the hump for me. Like I'm. I'm in clear air now. I can breathe. Well, July is just a brutal sports month. Yeah, yeah July you ain't got nothing going on yeah. except your favorite time of the year. Oh, yeah, summer league, baby. Summer league. <laughs> <laughs> summer league, baby. Um, good transition. We can talk about that a little bit since it's just preseason. Uh, we're kicking the gear to uh, where to where everybody freaks out about their freaking rookie prospects. Absolutely, going nuts because they play in two games. Yeah, no. Nah, listen, Paulo looks looks pretty dang good. Um, I, I was very skeptical to pick because he this is the guy that need the balls in his hand. The top three picks look good. Yeah, yeah, all, all of them look good. And then I, everybody that was like crapping on Keegan Murray for some weird reason. The kid from Iowa, yeah. Like the kid can shoot; he's solid. But they like, why didn't they take Ivy? Why were they gonna take them when they already got De'Aaron Fox and Davion Mitchell, and they got like this? They're stacking guards. So. It's like when it's like when y'all kept taking power forwards. Yeah, yeah, that's what we do. Man. When you had fifteen hundred power forwards on your team, yeah, y'all should have just ran out of all power forward team. But no, but watching him, I was because I, I just I was so officiated on we were going to drive. Uh, either Smith or we was gonna get Chet. That, that's my was my whole thought process. Like we gonna get those two. It came out of nowhere. Yeah, it really they came. You out know of what nowhere. it reminded me of? And here we go with this damn parallel again. Jaguars taking Trayvon Walker when no one even had him on the radar as the number one pick in the draft. Yeah, and then boom, they pick. Why are we all? <laughs> our, I'm telling you, our football and basketball teams have some weird shit yeah. going on. Because it's like they do the shit the complete opposite of what everybody thinks they're going to do. Yeah. No, but he, he's been – this is the most that the match has been talked about in the offseason um, since he got drafted. You know, the whole pro-AMs and him going back and forth with Devontae Murray. That shit was funny. That's <laughs> funny. Uh, you know, and then him tweeting the picture – with him and KD going to Orlando, which if if we gonna trade for KD, you're gonna be in that trade. Yeah, you sorry, but you're not you're, you're not staying. You're not staying. You're know not what I'm saying? staying. Only like three people would be able to stay if y'all went and got KD. Exactly. And you see who they want now. Like they they're they're trying to get the sisters talking about. Oh no, we want Embiid and we want like this other person. Yeah, you like, know. Here's the thing. Here's and me and CL talked about it the other day. 
they're trying to get the Russia package that Russia wants for Brittany Grimer. They're trying to get that shit in the, in, in in Brooklyn for Kevin Durant. Yeah, you're not getting that much shit, man. No one's one one. No one's got it. No, there's only a few teams that can mortgage that much stuff and get Kevin Durant and Kevin Durant not going to want to go there because they all suck because they don't have no players already. They got a lot of assets, but they don't got enough. They don't got no players that anybody wants right now. Mm -hmm. So it's the Kevin Durant. The Kevin Durant saga is holding up a lot of shit in the NBA. Like it's holding up a lot of things for a few teams that they're not doing stuff because they're waiting to see where this domino falls. If that domino ever falls, then a lot of dominoes are going to fall afterwards. Well, that Rudy Gobert trade killed all hopes of that. Yeah. I mean, you get that Rudy Gobert, all them trade draft picks. And we would already know Danny Age is always the best of fleece guy. So that's like, well, they got this for Rudy Gobert. Why can't we get this for Kevin Durant? Because no one has it. No one is either. No one has it. The thing with the Rudy Gobert trade is that screwed it up. And then the other thing that screwed up all the Kevin Durant stuff was Aiton. Staying in Phoenix. Yep. When when they when they offered him that contract thing, whoever did, who uh, in, Indiana. Yeah, when Indiana offered it, I was like, that's going to screw up everything right there because the Suns. He was the key piece in the Suns thing, and Indiana's like, look, we're going to screw all this up. We're going to try to sign him to this thing, and then as soon as Phoenix said we're going to take it, you can't trade him. Nope, can't trade him. And exactly. then. The Heat can't trade their biggest asset in Bam because they already got Ben Simmons up there. And no one wants to trade for fucking Ben Simmons. No one. You don't know what he is. I mean, right no now one. he has not been playing and stuff like that. No because. one wants to trade. The only people that wanted to trade for Ben Simmons was freaking Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah. So it was that. So it's very all out there. But the whole KD stuff, and then now he's wanted management to change from Sean Marks and, and Steve Nash were like, but initially you wanted Steve Nash. So after a year, you want to let him go? Like, this is the whole thing with... Dude, he... I'm, I'm all for, like, player empowerment, but this is taking a little too far. Now, you I, wanted the guy. You yeah. wanted the guy. So mm-hmm. after a year, you won't let him go? I'm all for... I'm all for giving the players more power and what they do and everything like that, but some of y'all are some shitty-ass GMs. <laughs> Like, I wouldn't even want y'all in charge of my team because y'all going to screw it way the fuck up. Nope. If y'all were already doing this with your team now, what do you want to do if we put you in charge of something or anything like that? And it's like, I like it. Like, just like we said, it, it's good that they got the more power, but they're using it all in the wrong ways. Yeah, they, they are. So it's, it's going to be, it's almost for sure. Next time they have the CBA discussion, it's, it's probably going to turn into a lockout. Because there's going to be so much disagreements going on because of that. I, I don't, <clears throat> I'm just interested to see what happens when they have this, this, this CBA uh, meeting. Oh, yeah, because they're going to try to take, they're going to try to take things away from the players. But the thing is, you, you still can't take a lot of stuff away from the players because the player can demand whatever they want to, they want to demand. Yeah. Because that's, that's their right. They can demand that they don't want to be here, and they can sit out and all of this stuff. The only way you're really getting to these guys, and they really getting to these guys' pockets anymore, isn't hurting them because they there's so many other outlets for them to make money. Absolutely, like there's so many outlets for these guys to go and still get paid and do other stuff that really threatening them with money anymore is just just isn't in the cards. Hell, 
all these guys will <laughs> you would start doing all this stuff and freaking Saudi Arabia will start a basketball league like they did the golf league and start paying these guys outrageous <laughs> amounts of money. Exactly. Like it, it, I don't know if you've heard about that though with the, with the golf stuff. But the, the live, you have the Live Golf Tour, which is sponsored by the Saudi Arabian company that they do a lot of things in America. Mm-hmm. Everybody's calling it Saudi blood money and all this stuff because they had their part in 9-11 and everything like that. And I'm like, well, if y'all only knew what this company is do, does in America, y'all wouldn't be able to buy shit because they're involved in everything. But anyway, these guys are giving players hundreds of million dollars to sign on to this tour. Like hundreds of millions of dollars to sign on to this tour like as, guar- as guaranteed money. Good Lord. Where you have the PGA, who where you earn money is your sponsorships and all this stuff, but you have to pay your way to these golf tournaments. You have to find a, you have to pay for a car unless they have a car come get you. You have to pay for your hotel unless you're one of the big gigantic name golfers. Well, a lot of these guys that want that big of names is going to the Live Golf Tour because they're making millions of dollars just to sign a contract just to go and play, and they're playing in limited amounts. <laughs> so if you think something like that would not happen if the NBA starts goofing off into stuff, if you think something like that won't happen from somebody else, I'm here to tell you it will. It will. They'll start branching. Things will start branching off. Not because it's a global game. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah. And the thing is, the Live Golf Tour just don't play overseas. They play in America, too. They go to these golf courses in America. So these guys still don't have to travel like a lot. They just they can go to whatever golf course they want to, and they're still getting paid big money just to show up. So if you're saying something like that can happen for golf, mm-hmm. something definitely like that can happen for basketball. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the NBA has to tread very lightly on what on what goes on. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, man, these guys can make money wherever they want to. Yeah, it's gonna be very interesting. Just look at the, look at college. That's a perfect example. Yeah. College is making they're making buku's money now. These players have went nuts. <laughs> these schools have went nuts. It's it's ridiculous, man. Yeah. Bro, I'm, I'm telling you, man. You know. Hey, let's talk about the great Bill Russell, man. And I know you and CL did a wonderful job of covering him, but we can make a brief and we are in the detail bound. But um, Bill Russell's legacy and what he meant to the NBA and what he meant to other walks of life. What, what's your quick two cents on that refresher as well? How how great of a person he was, or how great of a player he was on the floor. He was an even better humanitarian and a representative to his cause off of the court. So for as much as he did there winning 11 championships in Boston, one of the most racist cities, especially back in the day, one of the most racist cities to be in as a black man to lead the Boston Celtics to where they, that he led them to and to have to deal with all of that. Plus doing all the stuff he was doing off of the court. He was just, he was a fantastic human being. And from all rights, with everybody that's ever talked to him, has said that he's just a great human being. Yeah, you can tell he walked into the room and just lighted up his recent uh, years in the NBA. He was such an ambassador for the game. And he talked a lot of shit to him, too. Oh, whenever he, <laughs> dude, he, he, he just meant so well. And, and like you said, it's just bigger than basketball for Bill Russell. Um, 
you can understand why the NBA is making a gesture, you know, to make sure that, uh, you know, they have the patches and they retire. Uh, it's not really six across the league. So, yeah. like, you get it because it is sometimes it is bigger than the game of basketball. Mm-hmm. And for what he had helped this sport uh, transcend into what it is today, uh, he's definitely won one of the many pioneers of this game. Oh, yeah. Transition as well, so he was the he was the pioneer of of that generation. Yeah, where you had him and Wilt, which led into the Magic Bird, which led into the MJ and all those guys, which led into the people that are here now. Like you have to have those stepping stones, and he was one of the biggest stepping stones to get the game to where it was now. Absolutely, especially when it came from just the color barrier. Yep. He was one of the big stepping stones to get it to that spot. Absolutely, man. So it's it, it's was an honor um, to see how he just really mentored these guys, and as Kevin said, you know, really just egg them on and toss them, talk a bunch of crap to these guys. But uh, he he meant so much to the game, uh, basketball on and off the court. So uh, his legacy definitely will live on. And you never heard a lot out of Bill Russell. No. But when you when he passed away, you heard all of these guys talk about the influence that Bill Russell had on his life, mm-hmm. had on their life. Like Jordan came out and said that he was always there when I needed him to talk to. He was he was always there to lend an ear on anything, on any issue that you had, not just basketball, whether it was life or whatever was going on. He was always there. He was the he was the go to guy when it came to relations for the NBA. He was the guy that everybody wanted to go and talk to. Yep, absolutely, man. So uh, rest in peace, Bill Russell. Um, prayers to his family and friends and, and uh, his legacy and the legend always live on. So, Kevin, you got some Gator stuff you want to share? Oh, dude, I don't know if you've seen it or not, but the recruiting trail for the Florida Gators has went apeshit. I've been kind of seeing you tweeting some stuff, man. Like, so. they have went... Put me on game, man. Billy Napier has went nuts. And there was one thing that was always said. If you're Florida, Florida State, Miami, if you can recruit the state of Florida and you get these kids to stay in the state of Florida and play for your team, you're going to have a very good football team. 17 out of, I think, the 20-something people that he's got to recruit it have been within a 300-mile span of Gainesville. So he has went. He's done something no other Gator coach has went and done before. He's went to IMG Academy and pulled three people out of there. Before he was there, nobody from IMG Academy went to Florida. Now three guys have already gone in. He's come back to Jacksonville and took guys from Jacksonville and brought them in. I don't know if you noticed or not, but they got another quarterback from Nice that's coming yep. in next year and playing. The last time we had a quarterback that played at Nice High School, he turned out pretty good. <laughs> I'm just saying, he was he was he was pretty good. Yeah, I but they tape, man. they have good. definitely they have definitely been loading up. And the fun part is watching this, watching the kids on Twitter and all over the place. They're recruiting for the University of Florida. Now they're opening up that big. It opened up today. As a matter of fact, they're moving it today into the uh, new football only facility for the Gators. So now they have the place where all the football players get to stay. They got a spa and they got, uh, it looks incredible. If you haven't seen pictures of it, go look. The place is, place is insane. And it's right there next to the football. It's right next to the swamp and the basketball field or basketball arena and everything. So it's all right there. Oh, so it's, it's definitely, it's, 
that's a big game changer for for the University of Florida to have that stuff. Because one big thing was always when a kid would come, we didn't have those facilities that you could show somebody. Yeah. And now you have that place that you can go, this is where we're going to be at. This is where we're stationed. This is where you get to live. This is where you get to eat. This is where everything goes down. So it's it's definitely turned into a big thing. And the NILs deals with the Gator Collective that they got out there. Shout out to those guys on Twitter and everything like that. Uh, they have really stepped up. Uh, they're getting money coming in to help these kids find a way. And the NIL is just yeah, it's just caused craziness when it came to college sports. The bad thing is when they did this NIL deal, the NCAA should have said this. Look, in this NIL deal, the kids are going to make this amount of money to play sports. Divide it up, whatever sport they're playing in, this is the amount of money that you're going to receive. The NIL, your name, image, and likeness is up to you as a player to go and find you ways to make money for yourself. You go find your sponsorships. You go find the people that if they come to you, good. If you if you go to them, even better. But if they come to you, that's when you make your money. Not while you're being recruited. The guy that's recruiting you goes, see those people that are going to be up there in those stands? They're the ones that are going to be giving you all this money. No, you shouldn't be telling kids that when they come to recruiting. You should be telling them, look, you're going to have every opportunity to do what you need to do in order to make yourself successful. Absolutely. You're we're giving you the tools for you to handle it. Mm-hmm. You're going to learn now instead of learning when you go in an NFL what having this money is 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 going to entail. Yeah. You're going to learn everything that you need to learn now in college with you going out on your own and you doing your business deals and allowing you guys to have agents while you're in college. Now you get to find out and now you get to start your fast track on what it's going to be like when you go to the NFL. Because some of these kids that are getting these NLL deals, they're not going to make it. Like, it, the small percentage of these players make it to the NFL and Absolutely. make it to be that successful. Yep. So if you can take advantage of something that you can do in college, by all means, take advantage of yeah, it. I am never – you know me. I have always been on these kids should make money. These kids should be paid a certain amount, and these kids should be able to go and sell their jerseys, sell T-shirts, sell whatever they need to do to get their name out there because you never know how long you're going to have to make any money off of playing football, basketball, baseball, anything that you're playing because you don't know when that big injury is going to come. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Or if it's just going to stop. And you're not going to be able to go any further with it. But you just, I'm all for them making money. It's just the way that it's going about it needs to be handled. And it needs to be, there needs to be some sense of stability in how these kids can make their money and how that this is going to go around not giving these other schools competitive edges just because they make a shit ton of money. And just because they have all these backers that have all this oil money from Texas or all this other shit. It's crazy, man. It's yeah. it's crazy, especially seeing some of the numbers that have got thrown out there for some of these guys. What? The guy that's going to Miami is supposedly making $7 million because he, he, he's going to Miami? Dude, you... <laughs> right. So there's got to be some kind of cap. Exactly. There has to be some sort of... Because at some point, it's like, you get that money, like... 
your motivation gonna slip. Like if you went, if you went to Miami, you go to Miami, and you signed that deal while you were playing during the year. I have no problem with it. But like we're telling a 17 year old kid, you come here, we're gonna give you seven million dollars. That guy over there is gonna sponsor you for seven million dollars to hawk his product or whatever he's going to do, just so we can get you to come in. But there's no difference from them doing that than there was somebody putting forty thousand dollars in the duffel bag and throwing it at your door and telling you to come to school here. Yeah. There's no difference. It's it's no different. That's why I said it needs to be handled and it needs to be put in a nice neat box. On how you need to handle that. Listen, if someone will give you $7 million, fine, but at least get a certain percentage while you're in school so you lose that motivation. So if something was to happen to you, you got that to fall back on. At least so this, if somebody. This Miami guy, you get 10% of that, and this 10% of $7 million is still a lot of freaking money. Yeah. Like, but if something was to happen to you, like, hey, this is a lump sum that you can get from them, and you have this to fall back on, God forbid you have some kind of, you know, Injury that ends your career. Exactly. But exactly. I, I do agree because now you just like it's a, it's a tactic that people are using. Exactly. Now. Just like when they they showed the Texas A they t- they showed the Texas A and M people getting recruited and, he, and then one of the recruits is videotaping it and the guy goes, "See those seats up there? Those are the people that are going to be paying y'all." And I'm like, "Dude, really? You're going to go out that way? These kids aren't earning anything." Like they're going by what they did in high school and just to get you to come to college, you're giving them $7 million to go to school. It's no different. It's it's, it's no different than throwing $40,000 in a bag and trying to get them to come to school. Crazy, man. It's it's crazy. I just wish they would do it. Give them a certain amount of money up front and tell them you go and make your money after that. Yep. Uh, I, I, I agree with you on that one. That's easy enough to do. You go and you find your sponsorships and you go and you have fun and go and kill it. All right, let's close the bad boy. I know Kevin smoking out there, so smoking, smoking some. I'm smoking food, not smoking. Like, I'm not a meth head or I don't smoke a lot of marijuana or any at all. I don't don't smoke smoke cigars. I am cooking. Cooking, yeah. I'm cooking. That's why I'm thank you for correcting me. Cooking. I don't, don't, don't want, I don't want people that. thinking I'm a fucking pothead what or mean? what you mean he's smoking? <laughs> Food. <laughs> Food. So uh, all right guys, make sure you stay tuned, with me and Kevin. Um I know with my reading promotions it's been kinda crazy. My hours I'm went up. So uh, I've been telling Kevin to make sure we we want to make some short clips. I can edit it that way to some videos. So but we definitely gonna try to do something for the NFL season. So just stand by on that. Uh, you can follow the Twitter at Twitter. You got a Twitter page there. You can follow us at Balls Not Court. Uh, you can follow me at End of Minor CP. Kevin C twenty four fifteen. All right, uh, Balls Not Court podcast. You go to End of Minor CP dot Also, you go to Anchor FM Cortez dash uh, Facebook. You can type in Balls Not Court podcast. Uh, Instagram. We have Instagram. You can go follow that at at Balls Not Court podcast. But we also on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Windows, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, and many other sites as well. Or Kevin like to say. Wherever you listen to us before, listen to us there again. Absolutely. And once again, shout out to the Hardwood Nation. Shout out to Magic Orlando Magic UK. Uh, kind of let us provide. And if content, you and if you hours. if you want to listen to me on Wednesdays. I do a podcast with uh, Jake, who, who came on the show last year to do some football season. He, we do a uh, 
Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. That's true. So where we just sit out and talk about the Marvel movies and Marvel TV shows and stuff that are coming around. I guess you can kind of say I'm his co-host because <laughs> he does it on call-in. So I'm always there and I'm, I always go on and me and him sit there and, and talk. We've talked for two and a half, three hours about stuff. Now shout out to Jake too. He want to come back on the show and we'll, we'll get him back on there. Cam was trying to arrange it today, but he, He's he's hitting he's in a batting cage for some odd reason. I'm like I didn't know you played baseball. <laughs> so, uh, well, definitely getting back on man. He was a bevy of knowledge when it comes to football. Yeah, we got to get. He's following now. He's doing the Rams and the Jets this wow. year. So he's got he's got a lot of stuff going on between that that and it, then the uh, MCU stuff that he does and everything like that. It's. It's fun though. I enjoy. You know me. I enjoy talking about shit like that. Absolutely. So that that was right up my alley. And he goes, "You want to come on?" And I was like, "Yeah." And then ever since he started, I've been on. I think every episode but one. And I was out of town for the one that that he uh, he did without me. But yeah, we we have a blast doing that. So if you like Marvel stuff, go and listen to us there. Definitely on Wednesday nights. At 9.30. There you go. Nah. And it's live, too. It's not recorded or anything. So we doing it live. So you get it right off the bat then. But then you can go back and listen to it. Definitely. To all my other people that's on a different 9.30 Eastern Standard Time. Uh, yeah, right yes. Guys. Not for you UK guys. It's, it's <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for listening to the My Court Podcast. Kevin Carter and Cortez Paul signing off. Y'all enjoy the rest of your afternoon. Later.